The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop and Jonesboro and crumblecookies.com. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Friday. It is April the 28th of 2023. One week past my birthday. Brandon. What? Are we going to do this every Friday? We Two fi- weeks past my birthday. 51 weeks until we celebrate again. So if you missed Glad it. there's a little break. If you guys missed <laughs> it. I mean, come on now. So as we go throughout the show this morning, uh, the NFL draft took place. At least the first part of the draft. We know who went number one. We'll catch up with that, and also the thing I hate about the draft, and it has nothing to do with the NFL. Huh. It has to do with my experience trying to be drafted. Huh. Also, the passing of a television legend, and I have a weird tie to Jerry Springer. What? Like, legit, I have, like, you know, have the seven degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon or whatever that is. With Jerry Springer. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm closer than seven degrees. Yeah, I'll tell you about that. Uh, Plus the annoying things our neighbors do. We'll cover that this morning. (laughs) There's a bunch of new music and a bunch of country out today. We'll share some of that with you. And later on this morning, we're going to have guests coming in from the PRCA. This is Rodeo. Generations Pro Rodeo is in Arkansas this weekend. And we're going to have fun with them because I'm going to have them teach me how to be a cowboy. (laughs) Okay. Because much like Toby Keith, my good friend, has once Mm. said I should have been a cowboy. Yeah. I think I look good in boots and buckles. You don't think you'd look like a poser? Well, that's what I'm afraid of. So I'm going to talk to the real cowboys and cowgirls later on this okay. morning. Right. I do believe we have like one of the barrel guys, one of the barrel men, which they're the the you know the funny part of the rodeo. Yeah. We have a rodeo queen coming in this morning, the announcer from the rodeo. Sweet. And one of the bulls will be in studio. <laughs> in studio. We're going to have a bull and a cougar in the same room. We're going to see how this goes. Hush. Son of a gun, it's going to be dangerous You're up in an here. idiot. I put my money on myself. (laughs) Count on the cougar this morning. Okay. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So yesterday we saw the passing of a television legend and somebody that a lot of us probably grew up watching. Mm -hmm. Jerry Springer passed away at the age of 79. Yep. So I guess he had a short battle with pancreatic cancer. Mm. Uh, The story is, do you remember his bodyguard, the big bald guy? Yeah. Steve Wilkos. So I guess Steve saw him a couple of weeks ago and Jerry never told him he was battling cancer. Uh but he says in hindsight, he knows now because of the way Jerry interacted with them and the big hug and he wouldn't let go. Mm. And it was like Jerry knew that the end was getting close and didn't tell Steve, Aww. who was one of his best guys. It's wild, though, because if you think about the career of Jerry Springer, like, number one, he started off in politics and city council. And then he got booted <laughs> off of the city council because he tried to buy a prostitute. <laughs> Oh, politicians. He did that with a personal check, and that's how he got caught. Typically, I'm not really sure if most prostitutes take checks. (laughs) That must have been a little bit earlier. 74. Okay. So that's kind of probably why that happened. He ended up back in the city council and stuff like that. Then he made his way to television where they had the Jerry Springer show. I guess it started in 1991, and man, that had a heck of a run. It ran all the way until 2018. Can you remember just coming home from school and that being on and mm-hmm. just watching it was it it was always so intense and even though 
I don't know if it was all planned or not. Some of the the people on there were pretty believable. No, they did a good job with it. And it was like, here's America's worst people. And we're going to highlight them. And we're going to see fights and arguments and stuff like that. I remember there was a point, like, because the show was such a big deal and so many people watched it, that then they started putting out, like, VHS tapes and maybe even eventually DVDs. It was, like, Too Hot for TV, the Jerry Springer edition or something. Right, right. And it was all about, like, here's the stuff you couldn't see. Like, uh-huh. oh, my gosh, this woman exposed herself. There was a fist fight they couldn't show on TV. Right. But if you buy the VHS tape, you can watch it. I bet his family is still profiting from that. Oh, it was a massive deal. So, again, Jerry Springer passed away at the age of 79. The weird thing is I do have a connection to him, and it's a pretty close connection. Did you used to date his daughter? As a matter of fact, I did. No. What was her name? Oh, no, I'm kidding. Can you imagine? <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is my uh, this is my father in law Jerry Springer. Yeah. No, but one of my buddies ended up being a talent booker on that show. Really? Yeah. So my wrestling buddy who I traveled with, Jamie Dundee, JC Ice of PG thirteen. Uh, after his wrestling stuff had kind of started to wind down a little bit, he ended up being a booker for the Jerry Springer show. So basically, he had to go get the five guys that could be the father mm-hmm. of the one woman who's pregnant with the child. And then they have to do the paternity test. And then they're like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And then somebody finds out it's them. And then he wants to fight because he says it's not. And then everybody goes crazy. Yep. If y'all want to be entertained today. And if you're younger and you've never seen Jerry Springer, the show... Go YouTube some of that. Some people have watched Kelly's Life and thought okay. she was doing the Jerry Springer show. Listen, I've never gotten in a fight. <laughs> but she <laughs> It's still early, though. No, so, but my buddy Jamie, like, essentially what we figured out once he ended up on the show uh, was like, hey, how legit is this? How legit are some of these stories? And then, this is, this is when we knew okay. it wasn't all the way on the up and up. When the superstar Bill Dundee showed up on the show as a mad father... We're like, hang on. Yeah, so when you take a wrestling legend (laughs) and you realize, hey, that's not his kid, but he's pretending that's his kid, and Uh he's mad at the PIMP over here. They always had the PIMP. The PIMP was right there, and Bill was mad at the PIMP. Man. So then I realized, hey, I don't really believe that Bill, that's his kid. So then I realized that maybe it wasn't all what we thought. Maybe you should go in a different direction and start a TV show so people could be like, Brandon, Brandon, oh. Brandon. And then you could like have certain, you know, I don't know, things on there. I love those chants like that. I hear those fairly often. Sometimes when I walk into the grocery store, people start doing that. Really? I, I was in a drive through last night. And- I think that might be a different Brandon chant. Oh, well, I've been seeing all those things on the back of trucks, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. for me. I, no, I don't think it's for you. Oh. But you know what? Go ahead and keep thinking that. Son of a gun. Yeah. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to 13-year-old Dylan Reeves. So Dylan is a 7th grade student at the Warren Consolidated Schools in Warren, Michigan. So the reason we're traveling out of Arkansas today is because this story is pretty incredible. Uh, Dylan rides the bus to school, to and from school, and he was on the bus and realized there was something going on with the bus driver. The bus driver got lightheaded while he was driving all the kids around. Think about that. Oh my goodness. Driving the big bus... All these kids there, and all of a sudden you realize, hey, I'm a little bit dizzy. Ooh, I don't feel right. Boom. All of a sudden the bus driver passes out. Oh, my goodness. He loses consciousness, and Dylan, who is right there behind him, decides, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? The bus driver's out. 
he had to jump into action, take the wheel, slow the bus down, and bring it to a stop. Oh, my goodness. He's a seventh grader. Mm. And I'm just going to tell you, even if your kid maybe has a go-kart or something like that, or maybe you've let them drive in your lap or something, there's no way a 13-year-old can be prepared to drive a bus. Exactly. Pretty incredible story. Uh, the school says the actions of Dylan help stop the bus and make a huge difference for everybody on the bus, and they're super proud of his efforts. So here's to you, 7th grader, 13-year-old Dylan Reeves. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five! High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Friday morning. It is April the 28th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Tim McGraw. But I like it, I love it, I want some more of it. All right, so Tim McGraw has a new song out and a new video to accompany the song. It's called Standing Room Only. Now, the cool thing about the song is the whole meaning behind this is is that relationships and people are more important than possessions and things like that. Because at the end of your life, guess what's going to be most important? People. Mm -hmm. At the end of the life, you're not going to say, what about that car I had in 86? You're going to think about the people. Uh, The video brings that song to life. Basically, it's a metaphor. Tim's in a junkyard. It lights up. It intersperses sweet vignettes of moms and sons and daughters and dads and family and stuff like that. The song is this one, Standing Room. I want to live a life, live a life like a dollar in the clock on the wall. Standing room only. The video is out now for Tim McGraw. We have country music news today on Lainey Wilson. I got a heart like a truck. It's been drugged through the mud. So the legend of Lainey Wilson's rear end follows her wherever she goes. She appeared on Entertainment Tonight in Canada, and they brought up how Lainey was uh, trending on TikTok earlier this year. Now, the, the she was kind of vague about it, but Lainey got the hint, and she responded by saying this, okay. quote, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, my big old butt went viral on TikTok. So much love for the booty. I was like, my booty introduced my music to a lot of folks, and I'm okay with that. I just think, what would Dolly do? She'd own it. And that's what I'm going to do. I've been at this a long time, and if you found out about my music and stuck around because of the butt or because of the music, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lainey Wilson, she's just going to go with it. You know what's so neat about that? The idea that a lot of people can, you know, basically talk about Lainey's booty and, and Lainey herself mm-hmm. can talk about her booty, but she can always back it up. I love the fact that she can always back it up. Get out. Everything she says about it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're right. And we have country music news today on some new albums out. Kip Moore has his new album out today. It's his fifth album. It's called Damn Love. Here's a sneak peek of the title track. Oh, no, you can't tell it nothing. Oh, it's that strong kind of something for the bees, for the birds. No surprise, it's a whole little world. It'll heal, it'll kill, 
Cole Swindell has a deluxe edition of Stereotype out. It's called Stereotype Broken. Here's one of the songs. I'd be better off on a jukebox than here on this hotel. Because, girl, ever since you've been gone, I'm a walking, talking, honky, talking, sad ass country song. Nate Smith has a deluxe album out called Nate Smith Deluxe. It features this one. When you put your body on that, tell myself that you're just lonely. You only want me when you're, you only want me when you're drunk. And my good friend B.B. Rexa has her third album out today. It's called B.B. It features a song with Snoop Dogg and a song with Dolly Parton. Here's a sneak peek at Seasons. How come nobody warns us? About what's coming for us That you will live and die alone I lie awake inside a dream And I run, run, run away from me The seasons change right under my feet I'm still the same, same, same Same old me That's B.B. Rexa with Dolly Parton Seasons. It's on B.B.'s new album, which is called B.B., and it's out today. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, the podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. I got a big old box of Crumble Cookies for my birthday when that big pink box (laughs) showed up. I was happy. My wife was happy. My son was happy. And guess what? Devoured, gone, 100%. We love Crumble Cookies. And on the menu this week, a cookies and cream milkshake, a chili layered cookies and cream landslide from the cookie to the frosting to the decorative mini cookie on top. And what about this one, the buttermilk pancake cookie? Now, cookies for breakfast, it's a fluffy pancake cookie that they top with a smooth buttermilk glaze and a buttercream dollop on top. How about the triple chocolate chip? Chocolate chips galore, a chocolate chip cookie packed with semi-sweet chunks, creamy white chips, and thick milk chocolate chips. There's also a new one this week. It's the strawberry cupcake. This is a vanilla cupcake cookie with this heavenly swirl of strawberry cream cheese frosting decorated with white sprinkles. This week, there's a mystery cookie. Is it one of your favorites or something you haven't tried yet? It's a mystery. They also have the classic pink sugar. It's an all-time favorite, a vanilla sugar cookie that they top with that perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting. And, of course, the milk chocolate chip, the classic you can't go wrong. It's soft and packed with milk chocolate chips. You can check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can download the Crumble Cookies app, or you can order online and save time. All you have to do is go to crumblecookies.com. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know James Cameron was hired to write a Spider-Man film in the early 90s? And if it would have been made, Leonardo DiCaprio was set to play Spider-Man. And Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been Dr. Octopus, Doc Ock. Really? Yeah. I'd be back. No, hang on. That wasn't the right inflection, was it? No. I'll be back. Okay, that's a little better. No, that's not really good either. I'll be back. Something, no, something still like it. that. California. There we go. That there I'm it was. the governor of California, and I'll be back. Uh, yeah. I am an octopus with all of these legs. It is not a tumor. It is not a tumor. What movie is that from? Predator. Brandon. What is it? Not Predator. Wasn't he, or was that Sylvester Stallone? Was who was in that? Predator was that Schwarzenegger? 
No, you don't know either, do you? No, you don't know. I just know. I don't think it's Arnold. I don't, I don't know. What about Willis? Did you know the sweet potato is one of the most valuable crops in the world? Huh. It provides more nutrients per farmed acre than any other staple. Really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. How about that? And did you know in 2008, Britney Spears had her first number one hit since Hit Me Baby One More Time, topped the chart almost 10 years earlier. The song that got her back to number one, Womanizer. Bacon like a good one, but I call them like I see them. I know what you are. What you are, baby. Womanizer, woman, womanizer, you're a I want to be a womanizer. Okay. Is that a good one? No. That's not a compliment? Does that nope. mean the, the ladies love you if you're a womanizer? No, they hate you. Oh, I don't want to be that. I do. That is a dumb one. I do not yes. want to be that. No, you don't. Not for one second. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. We're glad you guys are here with us this morning. Again, guests from the rodeo coming in. Just got the text. They're going to be here around... <clears throat> Probably about seven oh five in studio. I'm going to see if maybe I can ride something this weekend. I'm sure they can set that up for you. Not exactly sure what I'd be good at riding. Uh, do they do the goats? You ride goats? Are you trying to break a goat's back? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking if I because I have some boots, but maybe I need to upgrade my boots. My I boot think game. there's kids. And I'm sorry, y'all, if I get this wrong because I did not grow up in this. I think there's kids that there's a there's a certain thing where they can get on these big sheep. And they and they, that's kind of how they learn to start writing stuff. Yeah, is yeah. Um, that's kind of one of they start practicing on and yeah. see how long they can stay on one of those sheep or something, or maybe it's a goat or a small calf. I don't know, but it's a smaller animal. We'll find out, man. They're going to educate us and get us ready for Generations Pro Rodeo. It's PRCA Rodeo in Northeast Arkansas. It's in Jonesboro this weekend at First National Bank Arena. So no matter where you are around the state, if you want to come in for some rodeo action, the Cowboys and the Cowgirls and the Queens and the Barrel Men, they're all going to be there. Uh, We're going to be a part of that, too. So uh, that's coming up here just after 7. It was a big night night last night with the NFL draft. I know a lot of football fans were going Mm -hmm. crazy about who was going to go first. And it kind of went as predicted where Bryce Young from Alabama went as the number one pick, and he's going to the Panthers in Carolina. Hmm. Okay. So that's a cool deal for him. He, you know, he's been a, a great player for them. And the idea that the guy from Alabama is the number one pick, I, I don't think anybody was super surprised by that. Do you know that if I had to name one person that got drafted to save my life, I would die. All right. Just letting <clears throat> you know. For all of you that didn't mm-hmm. watch, or I mean, there might be some guys that didn't watch. No, like my are, son yeah. wanted to watch. Sure, he, was, yeah. he was into it, and he wanted some Kentucky quarterback to get picked or something. But yeah. uh, he was, like, mad the whole time. I'm like, what are you even mad at? I he, don't know. He's a Kentucky guy. Yeah. He's yeah. all about it. And so, yeah. I hated the draft as a kid. I'll never forget that baseball deal I went to one time. It wasn't the NFL. I was never attempting to be drafted to the NFL because I never once played football, even one game. But I, <laughs> I did try to get drafted into, like, uh, I don't know if it was a middle school or a junior high baseball team or something. It wasn't, like, the official school team, but it was, like, what do you call like the city groups and stuff like that? I did. They they do a, a draft, a city draft, and then they you find out who's on your team. Yeah, they kind of draw names and stuff. So my grandfather was trying to get me out of the wrestling deal. He's like, Brandon, you got to stop doing that. There's no career in that for you. Blah blah blah. Little did he know it turned into him my whole life. But he was trying to get me to do something different and play sports, right? Because my brother was an athlete. And, other cousins were athletes. So he took me out to this baseball tryout, which I had never played baseball before. 
<clears throat> and it's almost like I maybe could have made a team of like five and six year olds. Yeah. But when you're 13, 14 and you've never played baseball and everybody else has played baseball, I looked like the biggest tool of all time trying to do anything because they were doing like, see how you can ground it. See if you can catch a pop fly. I couldn't do nothing. Because you didn't know what they were called, right? I didn't know any of it. Oh, my goodness. I was scared of the ball. I didn't want to get hit in the head because I didn't know if I could catch it. Who wants to take a line drive to the face? And back in that, back in our day when you were trying out, like it wasn't, it wasn't like, uh, what was the word? Now it's kind of like life or death. Like if you haven't been playing since you've been three, yes. you're not going to make the team. Yeah. That's kind of how it is now. So it's a little bit more cutthroat now. And now we're in, we live in a time where everybody gets a consolation prize. Back then, if you were bad, you just were bad, and nobody wanted you around. And nobody drafted me to a team. I didn't even make a team. Oh, I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. What? A consolation prize. Yeah. See? <laughs> you participated. A participation medal. Yeah. I didn't even get that. My pop was so ashamed. He's like, oh my gosh, this was a mistake. Y'all give Brandon some love today. Yeah, I'm struggling, man. That's my life, though. Maybe you guys relate to it. And then again, maybe most of you don't. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 19-year-old woman was arrested at the Phoenix airport for attacking three TSA agents because they wouldn't let her keep her apple juice. Oh, my gosh. Micaiah Coleman was going through security around 6 a.m. when they apparently seized the juice because of their policy on liquids that we're all familiar with. She flipped out, walked around a barrier to grab the bin with all of her stuff in it, but they wouldn't let her. So she jumped on a table, hit a TSA agent in the head, and ripped his shirt. Oh, my gosh. When they tried to restrain her, she punched a female TSA agent and yanked her ponytail. Then she bit a third agent who tried to stop her. (laughs) Two agents ended up in the hospital and 450 pounds. Passengers were inconvenienced. Everyone had to go to a different checkpoint and line up all over again. Makai is facing charges for assault, criminal damage, disorderly conduct, and up to $14,000 in fines for abusing a TSA agent. But a 19-year-old throwing a temper tantrum over apple juice. No, how about them apples, man? That's crazy. Speaking of losing your temper, the father was driving with his young son in the car, and when they saw a dead deer by the side of the road, he asked his dad, What happened? The dad replied, well, it looks like Santa lost his temper again. Oh, no. You can't say that to a kid. (laughs) And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we've talked throughout the morning about, uh, hey, there's a big rodeo finally back in Northeast Arkansas this weekend. And basically, no matter where you're listening around the state, we want to invite you to come out for the First Choice Farm and Lawn Championship Rodeo. It's PRCA Rodeo Action in Jonesboro, First National Bank Arena. And, and Kelly, we have a studio full of guests in here, and one of them has makeup on. Yes, and it's not me. No, it's not you. And, and it's it, a dude. And, it's, yeah, <laughs> and oddly enough, it's not me today. <laughs> Let's welcome in, first of all, Dalton Morris, who is the man in makeup, the barrel man for the rodeo. What's up, man? Well, not, dude, I'm just here. I'm ready for the rodeo. The pro rodeo is back in town. We're, uh, we're excited. It's been a long time since a rodeo at this caliber has been back okay. in Jonesboro, so we're super excited. Well, so when we first started talking to you guys about, you know, coming back and bringing rodeo to Northeast Arkansas, it's like, it's been a minute. It's been five or six years since we've had it. And then you have this fear of like, well, what's going to happen, you know, when, when rodeo tickets go on sale? Are people going to remember? Are people going to be there? Are they going to come back? And what we realize is, man, people are ready for rodeo in Northeast Arkansas. There's a limited number of tickets still left, but if you want those, you got to get them quick. You can go to FNB Arena. 
Com. So we have the Barrel Man, Dalton Morris, in studio. We have the PRCA Rodeo announcer, Matt Palmer. Matt, welcome in. Thanks for having me. You doing all right this morning? Oh, yeah. It's awful early for a rodeo announcer, but well. I'm kicking right along. <laughs> your deal is, I mean, because your job is you work at night. I work at night. <laughs> so <laughs> weekend. So I did professional wrestling, and we started, you know, shows were 7 or 7.30 at night, and all of a sudden it's like, bam, doing morning radio. Our alarm goes off at 3.30 every morning. Oh, man, yeah. Hats off to you. It's brutal, but I get about three hours You're of sleep. You're aging, too. That's what's, how old are you? What? No, I'm kidding. I'm 16. <laughs> <laughs> no, so as we as we look over here, I do want to say, if you uh, were to give me a story on Dalton, do you have a good story on the barrel man? Oh, man, I've got the most recent oh, one was just a few hours ago. Oh, come just on. Just a few hours ago. We, we've changed his name to Lugnut because if you ever have a flat tire, he will round your lug nuts plum off where you can't get your tire off. One he, time. One time. Yeah, and, I, and it sticks. Four out of five. He got no, four he out of did five. Not. Four out of five. No, three, he didn't. three out of five. Okay, you, but in my defense... I started around it off, and he finished it. He is not a mechanic. So, so what happens here? You're just trying to change tires to get to Arkansas, or what? Well, uh, well, his truck broke in half, so we were oh, welding it back so together. So this is a farm okay. truck. Okay, let me clarify. Gotcha. I'm not driving a broken rick down down the road here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have Miss Arkansas High School Association Rodeo Queen Jade Nolan Studio this morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, we're good. And the idea that Arkansas is represented in Northeast Arkansas—that's going to be awesome this weekend, right? Oh, absolutely. I want her outfit. You want the outfit? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, tell me about, because I've noticed all the rodeo queens seem to have, you know, it's like a similar gear. It's like when you go out and you're going to be the announcer, you probably need to have the suit jacket and the hat. And I guess for the rodeo queen, you have to have the hat and the sash and all that stuff. Well, you want to be well represented. I mean, it's the same thing as if you're uh, in a car dealership, yep. for example. You're going to put your best, your newest, your flashiest vehicle in the front because yeah. it's going to draw attention. And that's the kind of that's the same kind of representation you want for your association. You want a polished, clean look to just bring a good name and a good face to the association and to rodeo itself. What interested you in, uh, in being a part of rodeo? I grew up in it. So um, I live and work on a farm myself. And then my dad... And my grandparents were all a part of uh, a part of rodeo. My dad is a Arkansas High School Rodeo Association alumni, and I've grown up in that kind of in that kind of world. So I just didn't really have a choice. There you go. <laughs> so we're excited to have you here this weekend as well. Again, it's going to be Generations Pro Rodeo at First National Bank Arena. Tickets at fnbarena.com. Uh, let's go back to Matt, the announcer for the rodeo. Matt, if you were to sell me on what we're going to see in action coming up. Uh, tomorrow night in Arkansas. What do we get? If I was going to sell you on it, on a, on a, so it's your, it's really truly America's sport. Yep. And uh, not, not and when I say that, I mean you're gonna you're gonna get to watch athletes, but athletes that are not on a contract, they're not guaranteed a paycheck. All they're guaranteed is a chance to chase their dream. And it's the only sport in America that allows you any the everyday American can come and be a pro rodeo athlete. But it's how hard you want to work at it, how far you go up the ladder. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think everybody can do what some of these athletes are going to be doing tomorrow night. Oh, it's truly unbelievable. I mean, and, I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and also a unique unique kind of element to this rodeo, a uh, really cool idea, and, and I don't know that's ever been done before, but there's so there's a high school rodeo taking place this weekend as well, Right. and Generations is doing that as well. But they're going to invite the top contestant in each event from the high school rodeo on over to uh, compete with the big boys at the, the pro rodeo, so... So we're talking. Can you run me through the events that we're going to see live at First National Bank Arena? So, uh, of course, the traditional timed events. You've got uh, calf rope, and you've got team rope, and you've got barrel racing, and women's breakaway. That's kind of a new deal to pro rodeo. It's going to be in in the. But of course, the rough stop. 
you got bareback, saddle bronc, and bull riding, and that's mm. where you're you're kind of no, no, <laughs> no, no. Have you ever done any of that? I, I have you're done. A... I have tried it all, and I'm only good at talking. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. That sounds like me. Yeah. So so what got you interested in ro- in rodeo? So it's very it's very intriguing. I think everybody at some point has wanted to be a cowboy. Yep. And uh anybody that any any little child that goes to watch a show a rodeo, uh there's always a little sparkle in their eye that you know that there's something intriguing about the American cowboy and the way of life and the things that they do. So I my first I can remember my first experience as far as watching on TV, it was back on uh, whenever PBR was on TNN. Yep. You remember TNN? Oh, yeah. And, uh, the so Nashville anyway, Network. Yeah, and then, you, you know, and then you go to your local rodeos and you see them cowboys. You dress up like a cowboy. Go to the Western store. Get your get your best boots. Your, you know, buy your belt buckle. And then you get a chance to win your first belt buckle. You know right. what I mean? So uh, kind of just the, the dream of, of making a living doing this is is pretty unbelievable. And it's, it's a realistic dream that anybody can do. So that's kind of what got me involved is just I just love it. Still love it today. So Dalton, as the barrel man, right? You're the one yeah. out there who is trying to keep things in order. I would assume that can get fairly dangerous. Yeah, it can. So a lot of people think rodeo clown, you're you're really in the action, which I can be in the action sometimes. Mm-hmm. But those bull riders really rely on the bullfighters. Okay. So they got the two or three bullfighters that their job is strictly to protect the cowboy. Right. But if if something gets hairy. That's where Dalton steps in with the barrel. <laughs> and it's gotten hairy a couple times. There's been a couple times where I've had a Mexican fighting bull get oh. its head inside the barrel with no. me. Ah. Oh, yeah. It can uh, – I've got, I've got plenty of stories. So you mean to tell me that when things get to their worst point, that's when you go in? I'm the backup. He's the backup, backup. Way back here. That's where I am. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, yeah. so there's been plenty of times where – Things has got hairy. It's it's got a little sticky. Oh, Dalton, come in. I pick up that barrel. Uh-huh. I run to it. Bam! I get hit. Uh, even this summer, we were we were in Nebraska, and I got hit by a Mexican fighting bull, and I got rolled and rolled and rolled and pushed me and rolled me through the outgate and, and almost oh broke the hinges off. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So you're right there in the action. Yep. But you're also a part of the entertainment as well. Yes. Like you're not out there just to, to be the guy that's going to get hit by the bull. Hey, I don't think he's going to save you all the time. He said, he'll tell you, this is not the Navy. He will leave a man behind. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to be careful when yeah. I'm down there. Yeah. Him. <laughs> don't tell all my secrets. <laughs> no, but it's exciting to have this, uh, this big of an event coming back. And I know that in talking to the team, everybody wants this to be something that happens not just one time, but we want this to be an annual event. And it looks like the way that Arkansas is supporting this, it looks like that's what's about to happen. It's going to be cool. So you mentioned on the radio, because we had the chance to talk to Matt the other day, you mentioned uh, the patriotic side of rodeo. Yes, sir. And I think that's going to be something that uh, that people are going to enjoy tomorrow. And again, we talked about all ages enjoying rodeo as well. So let's run through that maybe for people who didn't get to hear it, yeah. kind of the experience outside of the events, but what um, I guess Americana is represented with rodeo. You know, so in the last couple of years, we've learned a lot in this country. And uh, so... What and and truly, I'm not just making this up. I can truly say that uh, rodeo is America's fastest growing sport. And it's kind of been a slogan forever, but it's today it's as true as it's ever been. And if you would ask me why, uh, so there's arenas, coliseums, events all over being sold out, and sure. the reason is is because we have always never steered away from what we believe in, mm-hmm. and what we believe in is the American dream and why we're here, and then the American soldiers is why we're here. So we try to pay tribute, you know, every every show. 
So. so it's going to be an awesome night. It's going to be fun for everybody in the family. And again, there's a limited number of tickets still available. You can get those at fnbarena.com. It's the first, <clears throat> try that again, it's the first choice farm and lawn championship rodeo, first National Bank Arena. That's tomorrow night. After the rodeo, there's a concert with Corey Jackson, which will be awesome as well. Yeah. And they, this is all one night only. So if you don't, you don't get your tickets, you don't come, you miss it. You got to wait a year. You don't want to wait a year for you this. You don't one. want to wait a year. Who wants to wait a year? Come on now. FNBarena.com to get your tickets. We appreciate all of you coming in this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, Happy yeah. birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Well, 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 time for birthdays for today. It's Friday, April the 28th of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. And you want to talk about statewide birthdays? We got a ton of them. A happy belated birthday goes out to Robert Chambers of Stuttgart, who celebrated. So, happy birthday, Robert. Celebrating today, we have Paula McQuay Schulster of Horn Lake, Mississippi, who's 57. Happy birthday. Uh, Jordan Heavener from Truman celebrates a birthday. Gail Cottingham from Jonesboro. Scott Foltz of Marion. James Fagan and Paragould is celebrating. Allie Boyd of Jonesboro. Heather Coates. Of Jonesboro celebrates Happy today. Birthday, Heather. Dylan Dover, who goes to ATU in Russellville, 20 years old today. Elizabeth Payton in Cave City. Nanny loves you. Happy birthday. Abigail Jackson turns 20 today. Cooper Carson of DeWitt is celebrating. Barrett Hubbard is turning seven. So happy birthday. Celebrating tomorrow, Cody Steele, Gallery of Ink Tattoos in Jonesboro. He's 29. And bless his heart, he has had to spend so many hours with you. 15 hours in the last oh my goodness. Uh, six weeks or so. So happy birthday to Cody, who celebrates tomorrow. Uh, Bree Burrow of Marmaduke is going to celebrate. Beverly Watson from DeWitt. Jeffrey Bart of Jonesboro. Shannon Tanner in Searcy celebrates tomorrow. Randy Light of Hoxie. We have Courtney Biswanger of DeWitt celebrating, Shannon Stokes of Casco, and Elizabeth Payton from Cave City. This says, Nana loves you, so happy birthday. Celebrating on Sunday, Cambry Uli of Paragould going to Brooklyn Elementary turns eight. Lucy Klein of Pocahontas, Patrick Shelton of Harrisburg, Brent Smith of Walnut Ridge, Kaylee Matthews in Paragould, Shane Causey from Conway, Kevin Rhodes of Jonesboro celebrates Jeff Tarpley happy birthday coming up on Sunday Lacey Hogan of Jonesboro is going to celebrate Linda uh, Linda Mall <clears throat> let's try that again Linda Nall of Stuttgart is going to celebrate on Sunday and Sarah Lehman of Jonesboro celebrates as well and if you have a birthday today or this weekend we say this we say happy, happy birthday. birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities happy birthday today to Jessica Alba she's 42 Dark Angel the Fantastic Four uh, and the founder of The Honest Company uh, yes I'm going to try to see if I can get a hold of her today okay she has lifelong been a favorite of mine so good luck with that we'll see and her billion dollar company right. happy birthday to Jonathan and Drew Scott they're 45 of course the Property Brothers Penelope Cruz is 49 today. John Daly is oh, 57. Yeah. Arkansan loves golf. He loves a lot of things. He's yep. dude, he's a he's a big dude in Arkansas. Yeah. So That's fun. Happy birthday to John Daly. Jay Leno is 73 today. And celebrating tomorrow, Michael Ray will be 35. Happy birthday. And I wanna kiss you in the morning. Yeah. yeah. 
Michael Ray celebrates his birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday to Carney Wilson. She's 55. Of course, you know her from Wilson Phillips. Someday somebody's going to make you want to turn around and say goodbye. Until that day that, oh, you're going to let them hold you down and make you cry. Don't you know, don't you know, things have change. Things will go your way if you hold on for one more day. Cardi Wilson, 55 tomorrow. Happy birthday tomorrow to Eve Plum. She'll be 65. Jan on the Brady Bunch. Happy birthday to Michelle Pfeiffer tomorrow. She'll be 65. Of course, you know her as Catwoman. She was on Scarface, Batman Returns, and the star of Grease 2. Jerry Seinfeld will be 69 tomorrow. Richard Klein will be 79 tomorrow. That's Larry on Three's Company. And happy birthday tomorrow to Willie Nelson. He's going to be 90. Happy birthday, Willie. If I made you feel I heard that was you and your wife's first dance. It was. <laughs> you were always on my mind. I have a little willy for you this morning. On the road again. Just, Just can't, can't wait, wait to get again. on the road again. Yep. My, my love is making music with my friends. I can't wait to get on the road. You gotta love Willie. Willie Nelson turns 90. Celebrating on Sunday, Travis Scott, the rapper, will be 32. Gal Gadot will be 38. That's Wonder Woman. Johnny Galecki is 48. That's Leonard on The Big Bang Theory and David on Roseanne. And happy birthday on Sunday to Burt Young. Who'll be 83, Brandon? That's Rocky's no good brother in law, Polly, in the Rocky movie. It's the thrill of the fight, rising up to the challenge of our rival. And the last known survivor stops his bread in the night. And his fortune has always Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Bert Young, who turns 83 on Sunday. Happy birthday, Bert. Hope you have a good one. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So again, the rodeo is in Arkansas this weekend. It doesn't matter where you live. If you guys want to travel to Jonesboro, First National Bank Arena, uh, there's still a few of those tickets left. We had the chance to speak with... Uh, the participants in the rodeo, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, we have these, we have athletes and we have barrel men and announcers and rodeo queens and all that stuff. And it just gets me excited because Kai's loved rodeo since he was little, mm-hmm. but it's been so long since we've yeah. had the chance to go to one. Well, there's something for everybody. And I think he said uh, it's for people ages six to 66. Yeah. Uh, but there is all different kinds of entertainment and events, and it's going to be a lot of fun. No, so I had this experience. Uh, there was a place in, near my home uh, in Dallas, uh, or Plano, actually. But there was a place called Mesquite, Texas, a city. Yeah. And the Mesquite Rodeo Arena was very famous. And a guy named Donnie Gay was kind of the guy who was behind it. And it became a big deal. And they featured that arena on television a whole bunch back huh. in the day. So my Nana would take me to the Mesquite Rodeo Arena when I was a kid because uh, she loved doing stuff with me. Mm-hmm. I think I was her favorite and we would go places and go to events and wrestling and rodeo and we'd go out to dinner together. And Aww. I'll never forget this one time at the Mesquite Rodeo Arena. It was time to go to the concession stand and I'm standing there. And at this point, I'm thinking I'm probably, it's probably 88. I'm probably 11. Mm-hmm. 
and I started to grow my hair out, right? And I, the way my hair grew when I was a kid, like you see a lot of people now who have mullets and it's like like straight and it yeah. goes straight down. Mm-hmm. I had a ducktail. So it looked like my mom would curl, mm-hmm. you know, my the bottom part of my hair. So the weird thing about my ducktail was, and it's funny to say it now as a bald guy, one side would curl out and the others the other side would kind of curl in. Hmm. And my grandmother hated the fact that I had long hair. You know, she yeah. was she was born in, you know, when the 30s or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she didn't really understand the long hair thing in the 80s as an 11-year-old little boy. She wanted you to be a clean cut, you know. Yeah, I get it. She didn't didn't really like it. Yeah. And she would always say that haircut, you know, is not real good. You need to change that haircut. And I was in line with her at the concession stand. And Nana ordered first. And she probably got a hot dog and popcorn and a drink. And then the person who was behind the concession stand looked over at me and said, Said, young lady, what would you like? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you remember if you had on? Because I know, and this is fine. I know you like the color pink, but did you have? What do you remember? What you were wearing as an eleven-year-old? There's no way I was wearing pink. I did that later in life just to be a rebel. But did you as like? Were you wearing pastels? Well, or? it was the late '80s, so maybe it was you know some of the pastels, like a My Little Pony T-shirt. No, or I wasn't wearing no strawberry no, shortcake. No, but I had you know I was very I had soft features at the time and. And that hair. Really good skin. Really good skin. Huh. And I looked very clean because I was very clean. I've always been kind of clean. Uh, but when when the lady said, uh, young lady, what would you like? Nana then turned it into, I told you. That's exactly. I told you people would think you're a little girl. And what did you do? Kelly, I wanted to escape the rodeo. Did you say anything back? I was blood red. No, I couldn't speak. Oh, my goodness. You know, I mean, what do you say? I probably said I'm a boy or something stupid like that, which only would make me seem even more silly. I'm a boy. (laughs) I'm a man. I'm going to be a man one day. (laughs) And I'm still waiting. Do you think tomorrow night at the rodeo that you'll get mistaken for anything else or you think you feel pretty confident? Probably a stallion. I think that's more than likely what people are going to confuse me for tomorrow night at the rodeo. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Friday morning is here. Glad you guys are up with us. I was reading a deal about things annoying neighbors do. Uh-oh. And I really try to be very cautious about this in our neighborhood um, because I don't want to be the annoying neighbor. Yeah. But sometimes things happen. I think the most annoying thing about me as a neighbor um, is probably, well, there's a couple things. When Kai decides he wants to play basketball at dark with his buddy Dustin, mm-hmm. and it's like... You know, 10, 10.30, and we're like, Kai, that's that's kind of obnoxious to the neighbors. And he's like, no, we live far away from people. People can't hear it. I'm like, no, people can hear it. Yeah. When you hear the balls dribbling, you're like, no, I can hear that. Yeah, you can hear it. My dogs are probably the most annoying part about me as a neighbor, though. Yeah, mine too. So, and it's not the barking. Like, they do bark from time to time, but... Charlie and Nash, my Cavalier King Charles Spaniels, are escape artists. (laughs) And they've been known as escape artists since they've been alive. Yeah. So, like, in our current house, uh, they will go and dig out under the fence to go try to find the dog next door. (laughs) And my next-door neighbor, who is a pastor, will always be like, hey, just want to let you know your dogs are in my backyard. Mm. And they're peeing on everything. Mm. And probably the other. What? Did you know dogs do that too? Papa squat? Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe so. So then uh, one time I saw him trying to push my dogs back under the fence. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but then in our previous house, one of our previous houses, and you'll know our friends, uh, Amy and Rance, mm-hmm. 
right? Yes. Uh, we, we live next door to them. And one day they had a pool in their backyard when they first moved in. We barely knew them. They work at Arkansas State. Or, or she does, Amy does. Um, so they, I get a call or a text, or I can't remember exactly how it was, but it was, hey, are your dogs out? And I thought, golly, they're probably out there barking. And then I got a picture. The picture text was my dogs swimming in her pool. Uh-uh. So she looks out her back window, and she looks out, and there's Charlie and Nash, and they're swimming in her <laughs> pool. That's kind of funny. And then a couple of weeks later, we had a big windstorm, and my trampoline somehow traveled over my fence into her pool. So they looked out back, and like, it's not the dogs this time. It's his trampoline. So it seems like you're just kind of unlucky with neighbors. I think so. Hmm. Do you think you're a good neighbor or a bad neighbor? Depends on how you define that. Well, how would you <laughs> how would you rate yourself? Would you want to live next to you? I guess that's probably yeah, a better way to say yes, it. Yes, because I I leave people alone. I don't I'm not the one that wants to go knock on people's uh door for a cup of sugar yeah. or How's to go hanging? sit on the porch and 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 talk about life. Uh maybe it, I, but I'm just not really once I'm home, I just kind of like to to chill and not have to talk to everybody. A little antisocial, I guess. Listen, king of antisocial other things that people do that are annoying and this is what drives people crazy so if you do these things just know your neighbors might hate you okay they say inappropriate parking is a big deal like blocking driveways or or you know doing something like that Mm -hmm. or vehicles all over the place all in the road and stuff like that people hate yeah i get that Uh, they say people who play music too loud are really annoying as neighbors Mm -hmm. and sometimes we do take speakers outside and play music but i try to make sure it's not too loud yeah uh, letting your dogs bark uh, is really obnoxious to people. Uh, people screaming and shouting and stuff like that. Now, people have heard me screaming and shouting at my dogs. Yes. <laughs> uh, they say uh, letting your kids be super noisy, loud parties is not really looked uh, looked at real great. Uh, they say letting your place look bad, like not mowing your lawn or something mm-hmm. like that. And I got really lucky this year because uh, we paid a service to come and do my yard. Yep. But for the last, like last year, my yard looked terrible. I had the worst yard in the neighborhood. When it's a lot of pressure and peer pressure because you're like, ugh, everybody else's yard looks great. When I kept trying to fix it myself, thinking I could watch videos and then go buy the chemicals and it just didn't work. Mm -hmm. And I spent all, I literally probably spent more money last year by just trying it myself than I did with hiring the service. I know. And they say also not picking up dog poop is is a big deal. Neighbors hate that. Especially if you have a big old dog. Yeah, don't leave those uh, little burgers around in the yard or on the street if, you, if you're if you going around or something yeah, like that. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's also bad to let uh, your dog go in somebody else's yard. Like if you take your dog on a walk. Mm-hmm. Like I get it's okay to go pee in their yard and stuff like that, but I just wouldn't poop in the yard. Not me. Hang on. Did I say that wrong? Uh-huh. That's good, Brandon. I'm glad you won't poop in other people's yards. <laughs> He's embarrassed. Oh, I'm mortified at this point. Oh. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you've ever dreamed of going to space, there is a new deal where you can go and just spend a couple of hours in space. For the for the mere price of one billion dollars. No, it's not nearly that much. Oh, how they're, much? No, they're making this affordable. They hmm. really are when you you compare it to a billion dollars, right? Uh for around eight hundred thousand dollars you can go to space. <laughs> That is so much more affordable. There's a company in France, uh, I guess it's called Zavalto, and they're going to do this deal where they take people up into space. It's a private dinner. The whole trip is going to last about six hours. So it's not like you're launching up into space and you're going to be there forever. 
Uh, so the way it works is the first 90 minutes, you go way up, like 15 and a half miles up into the atmosphere, which is three times higher than a plane flies. Okay. So when you get up there, you're going to be at the part of space where it's all black. Mm. And that's kind of the vision. They want to get you up high enough that you're not just looking at clouds and stuff like that. It's high enough that you can see the curvature of the earth. Wow. And they say when you get up there, they're going to have, uh, you know, basically dinner. They're going to have chefs and cooks on board, two pilots, and then they're going to feed you the meal while you're up there. I bet people will try to propose on those flights. So it's $800,000. So. Sure. I don't know. They say, and it's kind of wild. You think you're 15 and a half miles above the earth. Would that freak you out? No, but I wonder when they get weightless. Uh, you don't get that far. Mm. You have to get 60 miles up into the atmosphere to be weightless. Oh. So you don't lose that. See, I'd like my food to float around and stuff. You would. Yeah. You'd like to have to chase your food yeah, around in the aircraft. Mm-hmm. You know how the liquid, like if there's liquid, it'll kind of float. Yeah. It'd be a fun game. I remember one of my friends, um, golly, Charlie. Charlie Bucket, him and his grandfather, they did this deal one time where they had a magic potion Hmm. and they floated throughout a chocolate factory. Are you talking about Charlie and the chocolate factory? It was my buddy Charlie, yes, and his grandpa Joe. Do you call characters your buddies? I didn't have a lot of friends as a kid. (laughs) Cheer up, Charlie. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go and check out today's podcast, you'll hear the really annoying things that neighbors do, (laughs) of which some of these we do. Well, and actually the list was given to me by Brandon's neighbors. (laughs) Hey, there's some things that didn't make the list that Mm -hmm. we do. Uh, Generations Pro Rodeo stopped by this morning. Again, the big rodeo action, PRCA Rodeo, is at First National Bank Arena in Jonesboro tomorrow night. Tickets are very limited at this point. If you want to go, get them quick. And that sounds like it's cliche, but like legit, a lot of people wait and just kind of walk up and buy tickets. There's no guarantee that there's going to be tickets tomorrow. It's a big deal. So fnbarena.com, if you want to find out more about that, we chat about the passing of the legendary Jerry Springer and my my connection with Jerry Springer, Mm -hmm. which sounds kind of weird, but I have some insight into what that's like behind the scenes. Uh, The NFL draft was last night. All this stuff on the podcast today. All you have to do is search Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Speaking of the draft, tonight, live coverage of the NFL draft until midnight, and it continues tomorrow morning until noon. On Saturday night, CMT is going to have the Judds, Love is Alive, the final concert. And on Sunday, Time 100, the world's most influential people. They're going to have a special on that and American Idol. Hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.